Welcome to Quick Hits, the only podcast that gets you smartenized. Today's episode, Virtue Signaling. Now, this is kind of old news. It's, what, a week and a half old. But I just wanted to get this out before it's completely forgotten. This is my commentary on Meryl Streep's performance at the Golden Globe Awards. The speech that she made that had the whole internet buzzing. You've probably already seen lots of other people commenting on it. This is my spew. She started out by saying, All of you in this room really belong to the most vilified segments in American society right now. Think about it. Hollywood, foreigners, and the press. Okay, bad start right there. Now, the press is vilified, but the press is vilified because they're doing such a rotten job of keeping us informed. They deserve to be vilified. Foreigners is a pretty broad term. Very, very few people actually vilify all foreigners. Most of the vilification is specific. It's toward illegal immigrants and refugees who have been creating havoc elsewhere. Now, personally, I'm not concerned about illegal immigrants, but when I see what's going on with refugees in Europe, that doesn't look like something we should be welcoming here. But I digress. She claims Hollywood, which she puts first on this little list, is one of the most vilified segments in American society. Seriously? We pay actors tens of millions of dollars for making a movie. Oh, those poor, poor press millionaire actors. Boo-hoo-hoo. Yes, we complain about Hollywood, but mostly because they're not doing as good a job as they should. They're turning out a lot of junk and mediocrity and repetitive crap. But when it comes down to voting, we actually vote with our dollars and a successful movie generates more income than the gross national product of some third world countries. Few people are held in higher esteem than actors. Even the most vapid and mush-minded of them get instant attention every time they open their yaps. She then goes on to compliment a dozen or so actors in the crowd who are not American, as if some people have a problem with that. Free clue, Ms. Streep. Nobody cares where an actor is from, what their nationality is. Nobody. Now, there are some social justice warriors who get their panties in a wad over the nationality of actors not being correct. Oh, you had a Korean playing a Chinese person. But I put them in the same category as nobody. They're nobodies. Nobody cares about them. We either like an actor or we don't. And if we like them, we go to their movies and they get to move into mansions that six of our houses would fit into. So why did she spend so much time on this non-problem? Well, because it was a build-up to this. She says, So Hollywood is crawling with outsiders and foreigners, and if we kick them all out, you'll have nothing to watch but football and mixed martial arts, which are not the arts. And when she said, which are not the arts, you could hear the all caps in her voice. 
and the audience of spoiled millionaire actors clapped and cheered as if they had just heard the I Have a Dream speech. As good an actor as she is, she just couldn't hide her disdain for the deplorables who watch NFL and MMA when they should be running her movies on an endless loop. How dare they prefer something she doesn't like, something that is not art. And the subtext is clear. Without us spoiled actors making movies, your life would suck. Just a side note, six of the top MMA fighters are not Americans. They're, they're people from other countries. So they're a pretty diverse group too. And another side note, people who like football and MMA also like movies. They go to movies too. Really. Maybe not yours so much, Merrill, but yeah, they go to movies and they keep your Hollywood brethren in mansions and hookers and cocaine. Then she goes after Trump for mocking a reporter. We're all familiar with this story, and the left insists that Donald was mocking this reporter's disability, and the right insists that he wasn't. And the right's commentary is that the reporter's disability doesn't involve a spastic waving of the arms, and Trump has used the exact same gesture to mock other non-disabled people several times. Now, I don't know which side is right, because unlike the expert commentators on both sides, I lack the talent of mind reading, and I don't know what was in Donald's heart when he was doing that little performance. However, few things are as unpresidential as mocking people, and he could have avoided the whole thing just by not doing that. So she continues, We need the principled press to hold power to account to call him on the carpet for every outrage. Him? How about her? The mainstream media routinely ignored the almost daily proofs of Hillary's corruption while going after Orange Julius Caesar for everything he ever said or did in his entire life. A little balance would have been nice. Now, going after Trump was indeed their job. But they should have been going after the anointed one just as diligently. I'll tell you folks, I've been following politics closely since the days of Nixon, and I have never seen a politician as thoroughly and deeply corrupt as Hillary. Ever. And that includes Nixon. But if someone came here fresh off a boat during the campaign with no knowledge of American political history, and just watched the news, they would have been left with the impression that she was a fine and wonderful angel that the other side was picking on and bullying. Merrill closes out by calling for empathy. Like the empathy she showed for people who like football and mixed martial arts? Like the empathy her political heroes showed toward half the country that voted for someone other than her pick? That kind of empathy? And all of this happened on the heels of a full-page ad in the New York Times that was calling for all the actors in Hollywood to go on strike until Trump resigns. And pretty much all the actors who signed it were either has-beens who haven't had a paying gig in years, or wannabes that you've never heard of. And a spokesperson for the group that put all this together said Hollywood is, simply put, 
the base of the entire modern American culture. It is the foundation of the country, so to speak, the glue that's holding it together. And think about what happens when you destroy the foundation of a house. It comes crashing down, right? Well, that's exactly what's going to happen to America. Unless Donald Trump realizes how real the danger of that actually is and chooses to step down as president of his own free will. Which, uh, if he ever would do that, that would put the much more awful Pence in power. So you haven't thought this through very well, Sparky, have you? But the tone of the whole thing. Could this clown possibly be more arrogant and self-important? Hollywood is the foundation of American culture? A culture that would dissolve if they suddenly stopped making movies? So, does that mean we had no culture or civilization before movies were invented? How did we ever survive? The reality is that Los Angeles is jam-packed with unknown actors who are just waiting for their chance. And if all the current well-known actors were to go on strike, those newbies would eagerly jump at the chance to fill the void. And in that group of people, those unknown actors just waiting to make it big, there's some really good actors that we don't know about and a few great actors that haven't been discovered. And we'd get to see some fresh faces making movies. In fact, if the actors were to go on strike and all these new actors came in and became popular, when the older established actors got over their tantrum and went back and said, hey, uh, we'd like a gig now, it's quite possible that uh, the managers of Hollywood would go, eh, no thanks, we're good. Now that should be the end of the story, but Mr. Trump couldn't resist adding the punchline. He tweeted, Meryl Streep, one of the most overrated actresses in Hollywood, doesn't know me, but attacked last night at the Golden Globes. She is a... And then he ran out of room leaving us to wonder just what she is. I looked for a follow-up tweet. I couldn't find one. What she is, Donald, is a, a great actor, one of the best of our generation, maybe one of the best of all times. Her goofy politics doesn't change that. Her self-congratulating virtue signaling and disdain for half of the population doesn't change that. Her addle-brained politics doesn't change that. It makes her less of a person, but not less of an actor. And your tweet just made you look like an idiot. Again. Donald, as much as I look forward to every foreign and domestic policy being explained in 140 characters or less, you really need to grow a much thicker skin. If you had been able to control your tiny Twitter tapping fingers and not commented on this, it would have blown over a lot sooner. Google the Streisand effect, Mr. Trump, and if you find it difficult to understand, have one of your advisors explain it to you. Trust me, it'll be worth your time. And that's it for this episode of the Quick Hits Podcast. If you've learned a little something, changed your mind, or even can just understand a different point of view without necessarily agreeing with it, congratulations, you have been smartenized. 
All right, folks, I know it's been a long time. This is way overdue. And this really isn't, this is just kind of a quickie. I don't even really consider this a, a show. I do have uh, something that's more kind of the standard thing that you're used to uh, getting ready. And I'll have that for you uh, in a few days, most likely. But uh, I just had some other projects that are just taking up an enormous amount of time. One of them is dealing with the cigar deals thing. As I mentioned in the last podcast, I've started a website and newsletter called Cigar Deals. And you can find the website at cigar-deals.com. And in order to build up the mailing list, I've been running a contest where you can get $50 worth of your favorite cigars simply by joining the contest. So, so if you smoke cigars, go to cigar-deals.com. Got to have that dash in there, cigar-deals.com. And you'll see ads on the side to sign up for the contest. If you don't smoke cigars, but you have friends that do, grab that URL, send it to your friends because I'm giving away 50 bucks worth of smokes, and who doesn't like free cigars? The only thing better than a great cigar is a great free cigar. So that's Cigar-Deals.com. Stop on by. As I am recording this, tomorrow is the inauguration. Lots of things going on. It's kind of amusing, all the problems they had trying to find people to perform for this circus. The best rock act they could get was Three Doors Down. The best comment I saw on that was, gee, it's a good thing they could get someone to cover their shift at Applebee's. And another person tweeted, I would make fun of their songs if I knew any of their songs. So yes, there's much merriment. I personally will not be watching it. I would rather have a gang of drunken, incompetent first-year med students with rusty scalpels performing unnecessary surgery on my private parts. So, I won't be watching it, but if you do, well, have fun. I will have a new podcast for you in a bit. And thanks for listening. As always, just remember that the Quick Hits Podcast is nothing more than a journal of one man's opinion therefore should not be taken too seriously. Mm-hmm.